Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Nick Asylum Podcast. I will have the episode of Things That Guys Do That Girls Hate. I will have that up Tuesday because the girl that will be doing the episode with me won't be able to record it until tomorrow, and I need the episode up tonight. So I'm just going to tell you guys why I miss NC. Since everybody's asking me that question all the time. Okay, first off, I don't necessarily miss my hometown. You know, I remember me and my boy Brandon, we would always talk about how we hated it there, how we wish we could move out and all this other stuff, right? Well, he moved to Michigan, I moved to Virginia. He ended up moving back home and he realized that it wasn't all that great. You know how some people say once you move out of your hometown, a lot of times you come back? Well, that's not the point. I don't want to just, you know, come back to my hometown. There's other parts of NC that I like, and there's just so much things to do. Like, first off, I want to go back to Venture Landing, Frankie's, um, you know, Gravity Park or whatever it's called, Defy Gravity, um, Sky Zone, go to the Science Museum, the World War Museum. Uh, there's like an art museum. We can also go to Frankie's. I think I already said that. <laughs> um, we can go downtown to the clubs. We can go to Greenville to the clubs. I can go sit on the stage and pretend I have an audience when I don't. You know, go to the mountains, go to the zoo, go to the aquarium, Pine North Shores, go to the beach, go fishing. Also, you know, go ride a boat and whatever, go down to the lake. Also, I'm missing something. I am missing something. Something. Oh, go to the Biltmore, you know. Go do whatever. There's so much things to do. Also, the second reason why I miss North Carolina is because of my boys. I miss my boys. They're just so much fun. You know, they don't like sitting up in the house like me neither. Like, we've all been goofed up in the house, you know. Matt was goofed up in the house in, like, 2018. Brandon was goofed up in the house in, like, 2018 as well in Michigan and goofed up in the house a little bit in 2020. I was goofed up in the house this year and 2017. You know what I'm saying? So it's time for us to get out and live life, you know, because you don't get another shot at life. Yeah, you mean you could die and come back, whatever, but you're never going to restart and have a new page of life you know we're not vampires if we're vampires shit by all means it don't matter you know what i'm saying but the fact is we're humans i miss my boys my boys have always been loyal you know it's really hard to find that friend group even moving up here to virginia i haven't really found any loyal friends like maybe dale but you know we only hang out outside of you know his work you know because i used to work with him but they work early in the morning, they get off at like 9, 10, we go out to eat or go shoot pool, and the next thing you know, that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. So it's just, it's weird, man. It's just, I miss it, because my boys were just so much fun, and, you know, I get along with them. Literally, last month, I know it's already been a month, we went in the beginning of, oh, I almost said August, the beginning of April, and we just went down to Myrtle Beach and had a great time. From like Thursday to Sunday, we just had an amazing time. And I enjoyed every second of it, man. I really do. And I want more moments like that. You know, of course, my buddy Sean and Brandon got in a little bit of a 
thing the other day. I mean, they weren't communicating to each other, but I was the messenger boy. But I told both of them, I'm like, look, y'all ain't got to be friends. Y'all just have a, excuse me, a mutual friend in common. But there's more to life than worrying about each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's work. Let's grind. Let's make our lives better. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to work at Lowe's forever, my homie. You don't want to work at, you know, your job for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's grind. Fuck all this childish high school bullshit. Look, I've been in so many beefs in my life. It ain't even worth it, man. I wish I could go back and just cut a lot of that bullshit out and focus on what was true. To me. True to me. Like, things that will help me out. When I meant true to me, it's slang word for help me in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? I wasted a lot of time bullshitting on girls that didn't even give a shit about me. Homies that didn't give a shit about me. Look, I could have cut all that unnecessary bullshit out a long time ago and been done with it. So, when I tell my boys, like, beefing with each other, especially they're not really going to cross each other even though they live in the same county. They're not actually going to, like, really run into each other. I mean, they ran into each other at work one time, but... You know, Brandon was a contractor, and Sean was also another contractor for another company. They were just both at this corporation together, right? So I always tell them, like, yeah, I don't got to be friends, but just be casual. Just, you know, be civil. That's all I'm asking for, right? And so just let's grind, man. Let's make our lives better. Let's get ourselves a house. You know what I'm saying? Let's get ourselves, like, a girlfriend that's going to care about us. Or not even worry about a girlfriend. Just... You know, hustle and make some money and get a house and stuff. Another reason why I want to move back to North Carolina is because I fell in love, man. There's this girl, and I know that's how every fucked up toxic story starts. But she's different. That's also something that's generically said as well. Look, I'm not a type of guy that opens my heart to any girl. I don't care how beautiful, how thick, how amazing her personality is. You have to genuinely click with me. Like, I could see through a persona. I always step back, you know. You could be nice to me and loving to me, but you don't understand that I'm lurking and I'm watching from the shadows. Because you're going to drop that persona. Because you're not going to know that I'm watching. So that's how I catch a lot of girls and bullshit before it even happens. Like, I knew my girlfriend was cheating on me before she even have, like fully admitted it to me. Which she never fully admitted to me. But she showed me through her actions, you know. So I'm not stupid, even with friends. Like, I know that me and somebody's relationship's falling apart. You know, kind of like a phone call. You know how you talk to somebody for so long on the phone? You're just not really saying much, and y'all just doing, like, one-word sentences and stuff because y'all ran out of stuff to talk about. It's just like that, you know? But with this girl, man, she she knows me. She's hardworking. She wants to go get herself a house. She wants to get her license. Yes, she drives, but due to COVID, she wasn't able to get her license. You know what I'm saying? And seeing the situation she's in, I see how hard it is. It's not like she was lazy or anything like that. She's just the cards that she was dealt with. You know, the only issue I have with her is the fact that she likes running to toxic boys. And I'm not putting her down. You know, she's in a toxic environment. She's dated toxic guys. She told me if I lived there that, you know, she wouldn't even be dating these guys. But at the same time, I'm worried that if I move back, that she is going to not be interested in me. Or, you know, she's just going to be running back to her ex-boyfriend. You know, and I just 
Don't want to move back and think, hey, here's my shot, and then boom, she ran back to her ex-boyfriend and then broke my heart, you know? But also, I don't want to have this chance and then wait too long to come back to North Carolina, and then she's already with another dude or back with her ex or something, and then she's with this guy for a couple years. You know what I'm saying? And then the negative part of my mind is like, yeah, 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 do it. And I hate that because I don't want negative thoughts in my head. Because every time I put a fucking negative thought in my head, it ends up coming to life. Prime example, right? I told myself when I was playing with Daisy earlier, I was like, oh, if Daisy finds me. Because, you know, we were doing a YouTube video called The Hunt for Nick. And I, you know, run from my dog and, you know, she tries to hunt me down. I told myself, what if she comes up behind me? I'm going to put my camera in slow motion real quick and then I'm going to run. And then she's going to be right behind me. Guess what? It ended up happening. Careful what you wish for, right? But every time I put good energy out there, nothing. 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 But then bad thoughts will jump into my mind. And I'm like, no, 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 get those out because I know they will come to life. And I don't want that. You know, it's crazy how fast bad thoughts happen, but how slow good thoughts do too. And then, you know, I'm struggling with trying to find a job and I'm having interviews, but nobody's getting back to me and stuff like that. So I'm just like kind of annoyed by that but also I love this girl man I really want to have something with her you know like I cherish her and she's still got her virginity and she's 22 like a lot of people are gonna be like what and laugh about it that don't mean shit my boy you know my other boy still has his virginity and he's a little bit younger than her it's good to have your virginity I would love for her to lose it to me because I don't want her to lose it to some fucking idiot that's not going to cherish it I don't know something about her virginity and her, I just want to cherish everything she's got. I want to cherish her body, her love, her mind, her virginity. I want to cherish it all, man, because I know that I'll take good care of her. You know what I'm saying? I know. Like, I just, I feel like she's the one, man, and I ain't never felt like that to any girl. Even with my last relationship, the girl I was dating for almost a year, I didn't even feel that, man. I didn't even feel that. You know? It's crazy. We all know who I'm talking about, though. But I'm just saying, man, I just really want to be with her. But it kind of broke my heart that, you know, she keeps giving her ex chances and stuff. And he just, he's giving her reasons why. He just keeps breaking her heart and talking shit behind her back and talking to females and stuff. It's just, he's not the one for you, baby. You need to come for me. Like, I don't even message girls, and I'm single. I'm not even on Instagram looking through Instagram girls. Like, I don't even do that. I'm not even liking Instagram girls' pictures. Like, deadass, yeah, I have girls on my social media, but they don't speak to me. A lot of them are married or in a relationship, you know, and if they're not, I'm not attracted to them. I just want to be with this girl, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've never been that person, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've never felt like I needed to talk to women and, you know, do this. Like, I'm just dead set on her, man. I really want to be with her, and I know she'll treat me right. I mean, I'm even watching her Facebook and stuff, but, you know, it hurt when she said she was going back to him, and, you know, she told him to remove all the girls off of her, uh, his social media, so she removed me, too, and it broke my heart, man, because I'm just like, you told me you're, I'm your best friend, and you shouldn't have to remove me, you know, he, he, he shouldn't have to get mad, he's the one that cheated, like, that's what I don't understand about you gentlemen. You're talking about, oh, she can't be friends with this guy. Man, fuck you, dudes. Fuck all these fucking fuckboys out here, man, that break girls' hearts. And I'm not talking about this dude. I'm not particularly going at this guy. Do I know him? No. Do I have any right to talk shit? No. 
Actually, I could talk shit about anybody, but I'm not talking shit about him. I'm just going at fuckboys in general. You know what I'm saying? Why do guys feel like they need to break girls' hearts, man? Even girls breaking girls' hearts. You know, I have a friend, you know, she's into women. She's literally upset, crying. I've had her on the podcast. She's crying because this girl broke her heart. So it's like, what is wrong with you motherfuckers, man? Why y'all so toxic? What is up with this world, man? But no, I'm, I love her to death, this girl, man. I love this girl to death. And, you know, whoever she chooses in life, I'll always be behind her. I'll always support her. Whether I'm her boyfriend, fiance, husband, best friend, or just a stranger, I always support her. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go at the guy she's dating. That's just not who I am. If she's happy, that's all that matters to me is that she's happy. As much as I would love to have my opportunity, I, I don't know. I just, I don't want to feel love and then just be in friend zone. But if I do, it's okay. I will still love her with every inch of my heart. I will. And I'm not going to get jealous and be a dick. If she's happy with that person, that's fine. That's fine. But I got to put my head down and I need to grind and do what's best for me. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. I'm worried about her and I'm worried about my boys when I need to be doing what's best for me. You know? What's best for me? I miss North Carolina. It's just... You know, because I miss her and I miss my boys and I just miss going to the cemetery and see both of my boys and I just, look, I know it was toxic and I understand crime is really bad where the area I grew up in, but that's not where I want to be at. My boy Brandon was like, well, you can always move in with us because my mom's going to be moving out next month, but I kind of not want to be in that area because it's the hood and you know, I just don't want to be in that area because it's not safe. It just hurts me, man. It just hurts. It hurts badly. I miss her so fucking bad. And I miss my boys so fucking bad. And there's some people that I haven't seen in a while that, you know, I'd like to go see. But y'all are like, Nick, why don't you just go down and visit? You right. I need to get a job. And if I get a job, I have some money and I could just go down so I can crave this fix. I know it was just a month ago I was down there. But you got to understand, man, when you love something, you passionate about something, it's like a fix. Like, I'm fixated on this girl. I'm fixated on North Carolina. I'm fixated on my boys. I don't fucking know why. You know what I'm saying? I'm just goofed up in the house all the time. And people are like, you need to get out more. Yeah, I need to get out more to make the money so I can get back to NC. You know? And then once I get back to NC, I'm going to continue to go for my dreams. I'm going to continue to do my dreams to make my streams of income. But then I'm going to continue to go up the ladder. You know what I'm saying? It's just where I want to live. You know? I'm going to be successful regardless. I'm going to be the first millionaire slash multi-millionaire of my family. And that's a fact. My mom was like, you want to go out to eat with us tonight to IHOP? Nah, my stomach kind of hurt. I'm not hungry and I don't really feel like eating IHOP, to be honest with you guys. I feel like grinding because I want to be an influencer. People laughing, oh, everybody wants to be a YouTuber. No, not just a YouTuber, my friend. An influencer. You know what I'm saying? I've impacted a lot of people, man. Like, I started on YouTube in 2011, and I just used my uh, camera on YouTube. I'd go on the YouTube app, clip, you know, the camera icon, and guess what? Boom. It'd pop up my webcam on my computer, record, and then boom, it'd upload it. Sometimes I didn't have titles, sometimes I did, but, you know, YouTube's video thing was very pixelated <laughs> back then. But I also played video games. And there was a time where me and my buddy in 2015, 
well, this is 2010 when I was playing on a computer all day long. You know, I could have really done something with gaming, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't. I let my mom discourage me from doing that. You want to know something fucking funny? I sat there and was telling mom about Twitch, right? And told her about Brandon's, my boy's setup and everything. And you know what she tells me? Why don't you do that? (laughs) Well, mom, I would have been a fucking Twitch streamer. Long before Twitch streamers even existed, if you would have not have fucking discouraged me and told me to go outside and hang out with my real friends, which, where are they at now? You know, you told me to go get a life and do all that. You know, I could have been hustling on video games and be a fucking Twitch streamer. I'm not going to sit here and say I'd been one of the biggest, but damn it, I'd have been making money off of it. Same thing with YouTube. 2011, that was even a year before Mr. Beast year before Mr. Beast, before Jake and Logan Paul, you know, all these ideas that already been done, shit, I could have done them before all these people. But I'm not knocking anybody's success at all. But that's what happens when you let people steer you away. I've always been an impactful person. Like 2019, I went to a school dressed as an elf and tried to cheer up the kids and keep them in the Christmas spirit because these kids come from broken homes and shit and they don't believe anymore. The moment you stop believing in Santa... Eventually, you're going to stop believing in God. And then eventually, you're going to stop believing in yourself. And you're going to be a pessimistic person. Once you stop believing in something, you lose who you are as a person. You know? And also, I want to give you all a little bit of motivation. And I have to tell myself this too. Like, Nick, you sit here and talk about how this stuff is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Last year, I was on the phone with my buddy, Brandon. And he was like plateaued at 25 followers on Twitch, right? He didn't think he was going anywhere higher than that. He was like, I'm never going to get any higher than this. I should give up. You know what happened? Three weeks later, or I think it was three weeks later, I was playing Outlast. You know what happened? This motherfucker jumped up to 70 followers and became an affiliate. Tell me that's not awesome. This man had put the money in to get his equipment, yes. But at the same time, it didn't matter because he still jumped from 25 to 70. My buddy Sean, he just records from the PlayStation. And you know, Brandon kind of knocked this guy named Jake Fox. No offense, Jake Fox, but he used to knock him because, you know, he recorded from the PS4. But then he had that uh, bar, that black bar with the photo and the words and stuff on the screen. You can remove that. You just have to unclick the box and it'll come off your screen. Well, Sean's proven that you don't even need that. Like, you don't even need... An Elgato and, you know, cam recorder and all that. You can just record from your PlayStation. How do you think somebody like Ali A and Syndicate and them did it? On the PS3 or Xbox or whatever. They used probably an Elgato or they probably used a Broadcaster, which I don't think they used Broadcaster. <laughs> Brandon used to use Broadcaster and I had the footage on my old computer, which I don't know how to take it off because it doesn't have internet. Like, it doesn't even have an icon for internet. And I'm like, how am I supposed to send this to myself an email or something or send it to his email? Like, what the fuck, I might have to get a USB like a USB drive or something to remove it. But still, same with me. I used to suck at running. Dude, in sixth grade, my sister was in cross country, right? And they had a uh, little free run after the meet. Or I think it was uh, a day after the meet. So I went out there with a guy named Chad Haggerty. He was a basketball player and another girl that was, you know, a runner for her school. She was a grade above me. So I took off running, trying to keep up with the Gator, and I screwed myself over. I came in third out of the other two of them. There was only three of us. It was 23 minutes and 23 seconds, something like that. You know what happened? I kept pushing myself. 
guess what ended up happening? Two miles. Instead of 23 minutes, 12 minutes. Flat. And then when I got to high school, the fastest I was, 1907. Yeah, there's guys faster than me. But guess what? You got to believe in yourself. Dude, I used to blow past Stephen Whitehead in middle school. I blew past this guy. He was no good at all. He walked. I was like, Haha, sucker. And this was in tryouts. Guess what Stephen did? He busted his ass and he became one of the best runners I've ever seen. He was even outdoing Christian Tibbet. And Christian was good. He was the best of the best. But then Stephen started beating guys like Mason Holt and Napoleon. These are guys that were on the top of the food chain, baby. When my sister was in high school, these guys were like juniors and seniors, and they're getting beaten by freshmen. Wes Carteret had the best team. Those guys had the fastest. Like, they're, they're instead of top seven getting across, they would have their top ten come across all at the same time. Sometimes, besides the top three, those guys were a little bit faster than the other guys, but still, they would have their first ten come across, and they'd always win. You know? Me and Steven, we would go to his house, and we would run down the street, and, you know, I would always say, dog, and we'd go faster. It's crazy how Steven went from being really terrible at running in tryouts to beating guys that had records. Like, these guys had records, and he was beating these guys. Like, it's crazy, man. It blows my mind. And think about this. Steven was flat-footed. Imagine if he wasn't a flat-foot person and he could run on his toes. Oh my God, this dude would have been faster than Mason. I mean, him and Mason went back to back. You know, he'd win some, he'd lose some. But the fact is, man, he was staying up there with those guys. Same thing with Sean Murphy, right? He sucked like I did. He was like, in middle school, he just wasn't good. He wasn't fast. He got 23 or 22 minutes, you know, and he never was a top seven guy. I don't know what the fuck happened to this man, but he ended up being able to keep up with me. There's been some meets that he was, you know, beating me. Do you think now? Hell no. He couldn't beat me and I couldn't beat him because we both fucking out of shape. You know what I'm saying? Like if I would have stayed in tip top shape, you know, and kept running, especially here in the fucking mountains, dude, I'd be a bad motherfucker. I'd probably be faster than Steven. Steven would have to get back in shape. But as of right now, Steven and Sean Murphy and all of them, <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't be able to keep up. If I were to continue to stay running from, you know, freshman year, which was like 2012. If I would have kept running from 2012 to 2021 nonstop, shit. Oh my God, I'd be a fucking beast. But guess what? I stopped. You know? Same thing with Coleman Cherry. Good kid. Really, He was really good. He's always been on my team, regardless of what it is. Whether it was my basketball team, because you know they had a basketball league within our school, and a lot of kids that went to my school and other schools, they joined the league, and you know they actually use real college teams. And you know you practice on these days at this gym. This is when y'all practice, which is when these people practice. Like these are real college teams, you know that you're using whatever. But Coleman Cherry was good at basketball too, but he was good at cross country as well. At states. He actually beat Steven. Coleman could never beat me. Coleman was in the top seven, but he could never beat me. Not in middle school and not in high school. He never beat me, not one meet. But then I punched one of my um, you know, friends in the face over a fucking girl that didn't even end up with either one of us. And that was fucking stupid. I got suspended. Didn't get the run at NAS Central, one of the fastest places I got my time at. You know, 
wasn't able to run regionals and didn't get to run states. And I got pissed off and decided not to do cross country the next year. And Coach Dodge kind of got mad at me. And we saw him at Water Country USA because, you know, every summer he takes the cross country team somewhere, whether it's Kings Dominion or Bush Gardens. We went to Bush Gardens my sophomore, uh, freshman year, but I didn't run my sophomore year or my junior or senior because my junior or senior I was high, uh, homeschooled, you know. So I'm sorry, Coach Dodge. You didn't even fucking believe in me in basketball. You cut me from your basketball team in middle school. And then, you know, it's whatever, dude. You called me a showboater one time because we were running by some people, but we ain't going to talk about that. Whatever. Prick. Um, so it doesn't matter. But that's what I'm saying. Believe in yourself. Sean Murphy wasn't a fast runner. Steven wasn't a fast runner when he started. Coleman Cherry, we never thought he would beat Steven, especially in states. Holy crap. And then me. Me. I'm a prime example. Then Brandon, that. You know, it doesn't even matter. Things can happen. Like, prime example, I was at Southport. My mom was like, oh, my God. And I was like, what? We had walked past Jace and Barbara, the mother and the son of Jeanette from Teen Mom. We walked right by them. I didn't even know who they were. I was working at a restaurant. It was a little mom and pop place. And a guy came in and he was talking to me. And I was like, who's this just regular dude? And my boy Alex Bass was like, hey, can I have him? I said, yeah, you can have that table, whatever. You know, they didn't mind. I switched. Well, the guy left him a $30 tip, so I was kind of pissed about that. But the guy was Bill, and Bill was like this big-time anchor guy from our hometown. He didn't necessarily live in our hometown. It was like Raleigh or something, big city, but he was a very well-known anchor man, you know. So I was like, oh, I didn't know. You know, same with uh, working at the resort I was working at. I can't say their name, but... They had the TV show Bringing Up Bates. I don't know if y'all know who that is, but they actually came up to the resort I was at and recorded and filmed their TV show. Of course, they didn't really film much where I was at because they mostly did like the skiing and the, uh, you know, snowboarding. That was what most of the episode was. But they did come to the, you know, tubing part. And there's only like a couple seconds. There's like two scenes where you see me in them and that's it. I was like, well, that kind of sucks. But I had so much fun with the family. You know, they were so great. Had a great time. I even shoved their camera guy, Greg, or I think it's Craig. I think at the time, Craig, I shoved him down. He had the camera on his lap, that big-ass freaking camera sitting in his lap. And, uh, yeah, we, we pushed him down, too. It was about three camera guys. So, you know, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. My sister was sick with cancer, right? And she was ready to leave the hospital because we've been at Duke Hospital for so long. And then somebody's like, oh, there's a celebrity walking down the hallway. And we're like, okay, what kind of celebrity would randomly show up in the children's part of a hospital, right? My sister's telling my mom she's ready to leave. We've been in the hospital for so many months. We're ready to go home, right? Guess who walked in the door? Sounded just like he does on TV. Looks just like what he does on TV. And his hands are full of calluses. That's something I didn't know. Guess who it was? You'll never guess, but I'm going to tell you. Jeff Foxworthy. We didn't pay. We didn't meet him anywhere. He came to us for free, and we didn't even know. I guess he was just walking around the children's part of the hospital saying hey to all the kids and stuff. And then one of the ladies was trying to rush him. I think it was either his assistant or publicist, I don't know, I think it might have been his assistant, she was trying to rush him out of our room, and he was like, look, I'm here for the kids, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he snapped off at her, and it was pretty much like, that golf 
whatever situation. I think he was going to a golf tournament or a golf game or something. He said, that can wait. These kids are more important to me and something like that. And it really like made me feel good in my heart. A lot of people are probably going to think, oh, that's fake. You does nothing really happen. But we have photos. My mom would just have to find some. There's some that haven't been developed. She hasn't got them developed yet that we took on disposable cameras too. So hopefully she can find it, you know. There's been times where um, on the radio, you know, there was a, a radio station back in the day. I can't remember if it's still around, but every morning they would do like a game and they would be like, they would say the the, uh, the question and then people could call in and say the answer. Well, I called in one time. It was wrong. My sister called in. She won. We had to go to the radio station and get a ticket so my mom and sister can go and have a free spa day. Tell me that's not cool. My sister didn't meet Bob 93.3. That was the very popular, you know, radio station back in the day. I don't know if it's really popular now, but it was really thumping back in like 2007 and 8 and shit like that. But there was another guy named Bob and he did 93.7. I don't remember what his is, but he had cancer too. And he gave my uh, sister a teddy bear and they actually took a photo together and stuff like that. We went to Victory Junction, which is a uh, camp for kids that have cancer. You know, families can come there too. My sister went there one summer and met uh, Richard Petty. Even has a picture with him. You know what I'm saying? So, it's crazy. It's crazy. You don't know what life is going to bring you. You know what I'm saying? You have no idea. I've been in an NF music video. I've even seen NF in concert. I don't know how many times I'm going to brag about that. It's just so cool because I never thought I'd have that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I never thought I was going to be on national TV at when I'm at work. I never thought I was going to meet a very popular anchorman. I didn't think I was going to pass Jeanette and Jason not even know it. I didn't know that I was going to eat at a restaurant that was going to be in a movie called Safe Haven or Safe House, one of the two. Fishy Fishy is what the, or Fish House is what the restaurant's called. I don't know. But still, you know, I didn't know that. You know, you just never know what life is going to bring you, man. You have no idea. Work your ass off. I've met two millionaires. I've worked for one, and the other one's my sister's grandpa. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's not like a millionaire millionaire. Um, I mean, he's a millionaire, but, like, of course, he's not, like, well-known because he owns a trucking business, and he's not on YouTube or any of that stuff. So, I mean, there's plenty of millionaires that we don't know about, even billionaires, so... It just blows my mind, you know. I look at Mr. Beast, somebody who, you know, I, he was born in Kansas, but he was raised in, you know, North Carolina, and that's only that area was only forty minutes from where I grew up at. You know what I'm saying? And the fact is, Mr. Beast is the best prime example of starting from rags to riches. Dead ass, dude. <laughs> looking at his videos, man. Even in 2017, I was doing better than this motherfucker. You know. I was even financially better off than he was. But guess what? He put his mind to the grind and he was doing something I wasn't doing. Grinding, putting his dreams in front of him and chasing them. And guess what happened? Mr. Beast not only became very, very successful and had a lot of money, but he is one of the most humble people in videos. Of course you have people saying, oh, I was his editor, I was this, he was bullying me, blah, blah, blah. I don't know about all that. But the fact is, you watch his video... It's crazy. A shipment has arrived. Okay, whatever. Same thing with Amazon. Amazon started like 1999 and there was like a poster and it was like somebody had written on this 
uh, poster. It was like a white poster, and they written Amazon on it. Like, go look at that photo, man. It's crazy. But even McDonald's had to start somewhere. That's why I tell people, believe in yourself. Even McDonald's started somewhere. There's a documentary about that. They were just going to keep it a mom-and-pop place. The brothers weren't even going to expand, but Ray came in there, and they expanded. Of course, they're a billion-dollar company now, but the food isn't as great as it probably was back then when it was a mom-and-pop place, just saying. But still, man, you don't know what you can achieve. My city, Wilson, is where I'm from. Guess what? Guess what came out of that besides me? And the very tragic story of Cannon Hennett. Besides that, guess what good came out of my city? BB&T. That's a big-ass company. Not only that, there's a lot of companies that came out of North Carolina. And celebrities. Jermaine Dupri, even though he represents Atlanta, he's still from North Carolina. The, the baby supports North Carolina, even though he's from Cleveland. Born there, but you know he's lived here all of his life, Charlotte. Same thing with J. Cole. He loves North Carolina, even though he was born in Germany. Still represents it. Scotty McCreary. Luke Holmes. Now, like, uh, restaurants and shit. Uh, Andy's or Highway 55. Um, I don't know if there's any other restaurants. Cookout. Um, there's something else, too. I'm missing food-wise. Duck Donuts. Oh, Krispy Kreme. That's food. Um... What other companies? Just in companies. Lowe's? What the hell is that freaking thing called? I just had it on the top of my head. Lowe's. Highway uh, 55 cookout. Damn it, I'm missing it. I just had it on the top of my freaking head. There's another North Carolina company that shocked me. Of course, Duck Donuts was made in Duck, North Carolina. Krispy Kreme, I think, was Winston-Salem. Lowe's, I don't know exactly where they were exactly. I think... They were somewhere in North Carolina. I want to say Fayetteville. I could be wrong. Um, BB&T. Um, shit. Uh, Miss Pepsi. That was in New Bern. I was actually there last year for my boy's wedding. So, I mean, there's just a lot of things, man. Believe in yourself. A lot of people didn't start from everything. Even, even though some people started from other things, a lot of people have started from the bottom. Even if they transferred from over, like, prime example, Drake. We're all like, oh, Drake started with Degrassi. How the hell did he get on Degrassi? Can you get on Degrassi? You tell me how to get on Degrassi. And then switching over to rap. And the way Drake raps and sings, you know, a lot of people probably were turned off to it back then. But guess what? Made him one of the biggest rappers today. You know, Eminem, he definitely got shatted on. For not only being white, for being in the hood and trying to be a white rapper... You know, and then having the high-pitched voice, it sounded like this, you know. That was probably a turn-off as well, but guess what? Now he's one of the biggest rappers in the world. He followed his dreams. You know what I'm saying? Just follow your dreams, man. Never give up. You know, Jake Paul could have just continued to be on Disney. He didn't even have to be on YouTube and do all his shenanigans. He still could have been on Disney, but even though he... I don't know. I don't want to really use him as an example, but... Since he's a millionaire and he's successful, he's started from Vine, jumped over to Disney, and still built his YouTube platform, and then got huge, really huge off of that, and then turned around and, you know, even though he lost Disney's money and support, guess what, he's still grinding, he kept going, and now he's into the box and stuff, and people are calling him out, and guess what, the more people that call him out, the more money he makes, regardless, you know what I'm saying, so... 
just always follow your dreams. I don't think freaking Floyd Mayweather thought he was going to be fighting a guy named Logan Paul, and Logan Paul didn't think he was going to be fighting a guy named Floyd Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? They didn't think that was going to happen. So believe in yourself, man. And that's something I struggle with, trying to believe in myself. I'm like, you want to get back to North Carolina? You want to prove to this girl that you really love her and, you know, show her that you bought yourself a house or even renting yourself a house? Do you want to see your boys again? Because, you know, life is too short. You never know. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. And I just sit in my bedroom and think about, oh, how life could have been better. No, fuck that. I'm changing it. I've gotten up early this morning. And I'm going to continue to do everything I want to do to try to achieve my goals in life. So you need to achieve your goals in life. All right? I just, I don't know. Just be yourself, man. That's all I'm saying is be yourself. Surround yourself with people that want to uplift you, not bring you down. Whether it's family, friends, relationships. I don't care. If these fuckers don't want to lift you up, don't fuck with them. All right? All right. So I'm going to go and do whatever I need, record other videos and stuff. I got a TikTok to record too. So yeah, that should be fun. I love you guys. Y'all stay safe and I will catch y'all in the next video. Peace. Actually, did I just say video? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, this is only in uh, audio only, you dummy. See, I do goof up sometimes and I never, I never clip them out because I love goof ups they make the day much better especially when it's somebody who's professional and you know they're always on point with their sentences and stuff i have this thing on my phone well it's in my notes it's called the dictionary and i write everything down that i've messed up on sentence wise my friends as well and everything and it sounds so funny some of the stuff that comes out of people's mouths that make no sense it's hilarious especially when they're trying to say something else but i love you guys i uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode Sorry, you know, it's just kind of been bland, but I will have that episode up for you Tuesday. Promise. I'm going to be recording it tomorrow, upload it for you Tuesday. I upload every Tuesday and Thursday, and we're coming to the end of season three because I record 30 episodes a season. And I didn't even get half of the freaking episodes that I started, like the ending of last year and the beginning of this year. I haven't even uploaded some of them yet. So, <laughs> wow. So. Y'all stay tuned for the next week's episode, and I will talk to you guys in the next one. P -p 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 Peace.